Hello, welcome to Daily Musings with J.P. Humminbird. Today is the 7th of March, and it is National Serial Day. <laughs> that sounds good, doesn't it? Uh, cereal was invented by accident. John Harvey Kellogg and Will Keith Kellogg were experimenting with boiled wheat, as brothers do. They left a batch out overnight and returned to find it stale. They tried the same process with corn and created what we today know as Kellogg's Corn Flakes. <laughs> yeah, well, today we're sponsored by Kellogg's Corn Flakes. <laughs> yeah, that's not true. Sweet. In 1939, Sweet and Cereal was born. And this one, in 1964, Lucky Charms hit the shelves. Me Lucky Charms. Oh, look at this, 1984, Mr. T cereal makes its debut. Mr. T cereal was the first licensed ready-to-eat cereal manufactured and marketed by the Quaker Oats Company. And I pity the fool who never heard it. <laughs> never had it, sorry. That's, that's great, man. Yeah, Mr. T, he, he pretty much owned the 80s, didn't he? He was, uh... <laughs> what a character, man. How many gold chains can one man wear? Uh, yeah, he was testament that it's, a, it's unlimited potential in jewellery. And uh, I wonder if he's still around. Is he still alive? Yeah, long live Mr. T. No doubt about that. Uh, I've never tried his cereal. I'm going to have to see if I can... Maybe there's an old box lying around somewhere of stale Mr. T cereal. And I can have some with, uh, obviously, almond milk these days because nobody drinks milk from animals anymore. Uh, yeah, feeling the sun is streaming through today, through the window. Uh, I was just reading a letter, writing a letter. And uh, just a little, there's, a, some, there's some sunshine breaking through. Yeah, this week has been, it's been heavy clouds. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's been a tough week. It's my last week of furlough. And I'm back to week, back to work next week, sorry. And yeah, maybe I'm fraying at the seams a bit. Starting to crave a bit of structure. Or, yeah, just... I don't know, does, does man need to work? It's interesting, isn't it? I guess when you've been raised, you know, the way I've been raised where work, you know, you have to work, work, you've got to work. It's like this working class mantra. And obviously you go through the school system and you're taught, you know, you have to be useful, you have to be useful, you know, you need these skills, you need the da-da-da-da, da-da-da-da, and everything's geared towards being productive. And I'm not against being productive, but I think you have to question how you value yourself and how you value others if it's all about work, 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 you know. Even in schools now, there's talk about reducing holidays and, 
You know, it's like, Jesus, when, when do you learn the skills of uh, how to exist <laughs> without any restrictions, you know? Like, we want freedom. And then when we get it, what do we do with it? Do we even know what to do with it? Or do we just mean freedom as in you get to choose who you work for within the boundaries of whatever your options are, you know? That's why we're just education, education, you know, more options, more options, more options to fit in whatever constraints are deemed. Uh, <laughs> wow, I didn't expect this to come out when I started doing this. Uh, yeah, I guess I'm interested in, you know, I've been, how do you spend your time? When you've got no, nowhere to be or nothing to do, what, what happens? Do you loaf at ease like Walt Whitman? Do you invite your soul to loaf? Or do you become nervous and anxious and uh, desperate to create something? I definitely feel like that at times. And I don't know if it's just... I've always used that urge to create as something to break through the clouds, to try and force through the, I don't know if monotony is the right word, but just the clouds. Yeah, there was, it was interesting when I, I was thinking last week about that. Do you have to create something to be creative? And Yeah, of course not, but you... Yeah, um, so I'm getting all blocked up here. Uh, yeah, back to looking out the window. It's it's really bright today. I mean, it got very cold this week. There was this sort of surge towards spring, and then it's dropped back into winter. But today is blazing hot, and I'm looking out the window, and there's there's like a gospel church opposite me, and. And there's loads of well-dressed Africans coming out, looking amazing. Uh, and just talking and just looking super happy. Yeah, I wish I was down there amongst it, I guess. Looks nice. Uh, lots of colours, different coloured outfits and... Some, some are wearing the full visors and uh, some are not bothering protection at all but I'm glad that they're persevering and you know praising whatever or worshipping together it's nice that. I really like that uh, it's not something I do I tend to shy away from all gatherings uh, unless it's forced upon me But yeah, I would like to be part of something, I guess, like that. But I'm always, I always end up drifting away from it. Uh, yeah, so this week, 
Yeah, it's been tough. <laughs> Sounds silly, really, when you've got such an easy life. But I guess uh, I, t I don't tend to sleep very well anymore, and I always wake up. It's just a rough start to the day, you know. I'm at that. F I'm at that. I'm in that. I'm in a phase where coffee is essential. Where for uh, you know. It's like sometimes I wake up and I'm like, shit, I need a coffee. But then sometimes I wake up and I don't need a coffee. I just, but it's just like, I need something to do that's automatic. So I can just start moving, start getting on with things. And I think at the minute I'm drinking coffee just to sort of skip eating first thing because eating just weighs me down. And, slows everything down and once I start eating it's just like let's I just want to eat 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 but yeah right let's get on to something a bit more interesting <laughs> so I've been uh, I've been reading this book called The Snow Leopard which is about this guy who's sort of trekking to this crystal mountain or crystal monastery and it's been uh it's quite an in-depth sort of, he's talking about, it's like a, a diary, I guess. And then he mixes, there's mixes of describing what it's like, climbing the mountain, and then there'll be flashbacks of, yeah, memories with his son or or of his wife who, who died of cancer and, and, uh, and then bits of sort of Buddhist teachings that he peppers throughout. But he's travelling with this guy who's very sort of... He's... Uh, what's the word? He's just like a, a good old... Uh, rationalist, you know? He's just... He's going up there to, to research the rutting season of these blue... Blue rams or blue goats or something like that that live you know they're like about 13,000 feet above sea level which just sounds incredible and yeah again I'm just taken aback by the the constitution of these uh, these two gentlemen who are just sort of it's like November, October, November and they're just climbing <laughs> up these massive snow peaks and just, <clears throat> you know, they're wet. They're describing how they're wet most of the time and it's like well below freezing and they're carting up provisions and, you know, making camp and it's like, wow. I was just so impressed with, with the uh, fortitude of these people and then they're having to barter with different, trying to get, what's the word, porters to help them carry equipment and they've got some interesting characters that come along. And there's the one, uh, the Sherpas are interesting. He's got one, there's one guy called Tukton, a veteran Sherpa. And all the young Sherpas seem to be wary of him. What does he write? Not of his violence, though they say he fights when he's drunk, but of his power. Whatever this man is, wanderer, or evil monk, or saint, or sorcerer, 
he seems touched by what the Tibetans call the crazy wisdom. He is free. Yeah, I like that idea of the crazy wisdom. You know, if you find enough, yeah, I guess maybe he's just someone who, who knows who he is, you know, knows his self and with that comes freedom. And people are obviously, they become scared of that. Uh, yeah, I like that idea. I'm trying to think if I've met anyone like that. I can't think right now, nothing comes to mind, but I'm sure I have. Uh, so yeah, they're trekking up to this, I'm sort of halfway through it. And they're at the top. They're, they're like about. They're at about thirteen thousand feet, and they found this uh, crystal monastery. But there's no one there. There's just a, a few people there, like looking after the place. All the monks have left uh, to to go somewhere else for the winter months. Uh, so, but I'm, yeah, I wouldn't. It's yeah, it's interesting read. Uh, what else does he talk about? Oh, wow. Yeah, I've been trying to... Let me just read this. So he, he talks about this guy called Lama Milarepa, mystical heart, a 10th century Tibetan poet saint. I like the sound of that. Uh, white... Our mystical heat, sorry, not mystical heart. Yeah, that makes sense. Because he just used to wear a white garland, a simple cloth throughout the winter. I like the idea of this sort of Wim Hof type saintly poet. I mean, that would be the ultimate title, wouldn't it? But something he said, all worldly pursuits have but one unavoidable and inevitable end, which is sorrow. Acquisitions end in dispersion buildings in destruction, meetings in separation, births in death. Knowing this, one should from the very first renounce acquisition, heaping up and building and meeting and set about realising the truth. Life is short and the time of death is uncertain. So apply yourself to meditation. Yeah, and that, it's that classic sort of Buddhist fatalism almost. Well, just, it sounds bleak, doesn't it? Uh, but it's interesting I definitely I've avoided a lot of things in life to try and reduce suffering maybe it's definitely been there like I've avoided starting a family because I just wasn't sure I was in a position to provide you know yeah, in a position to reduce the suffering that's, that, that we all have to sort of bear. <clears throat> and whether that's a reason to do it or not, I think that has it's definitely been at the heart of a lot of decisions I've made. A lot of uh, relationships ended or even avoided, you know. Interesting. But I have been trying to, to reassert my meditation game because uh, I feel like I'm getting caught up in all, all, the, all the suffering 
I think if you, uh, it's good to express and explore that sort of stuff, but when, I think it's easy to fall into like a victimhood, victim state, you know. And I f- sometimes I find if, yeah, if I can get my meditation game back up and running, it, it does help to alleviate some of that. Although, yeah, when I tend to try and meditate these days, it's very short, it's very... I mean, I used to be able to sit and meditate for hours. And I don't know if there's any value in that. I think there is. But but now, I, I, physically, I can't sit for hours. Uh, so when I try, when I sit now, it's sort of it's shorter periods, 10, 20, 30 minutes maybe. But often things come up that I want to write down now. When I'm going to meditate, like poems tend to spring up, which I don't think is what I'm trying to do. But I do like that feeling. And I like to just go, ah, and then write stuff down. Here's one I wrote. Uh, I use this, uh, I tend to, sometimes if I'm, if I need sort of motivation, I will use this sort of Sam Harris app to spur me forward. <clears throat> but yeah, 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 I think this was yesterday or the day before. No, I've written down the day. The 4th of March, I wrote this one. It's called Barriers. Perched, attentive, eyes fastened, straining to hear above the rumbling stream of the abyss. Or is it the traffic below? The electric radiator creaks like the belly of a ship. As I pause to write this, I realize my eyes are open. You've missed it again, cries my inner voice. And then Sam's pre-recorded murmur interrupts. Notice your attitude. Is there a problem? Is there something you're trying to accomplish? Let everything be just as it is. Yeah. <laughs> if you noticed, I always say yeah after I've finished. <laughs> is there something you're trying to accomplish? That's, that's it's weird, isn't it? It's like, uh, is there something you're trying to accomplish? I guess uh, that feeling arises naturally, doesn't it? It's like, you know, why am I getting up? Why am I getting out? Why am I doing this? Why, 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 why? And at some point you just have to accept You have to accept. Just let everything be as it is. Uh, yeah, what am I trying to say? Yeah. I was thinking how, like, you know, there's this obsession now with artificial intelligence and and how to create. I guess you have to be able to create a machine that has no purpose, you know? Or you have to create something that can think. 
without uh, without trying to achieve anything. Because uh, at the minute we the, the machines we create they're all sort of like yeah X Y Z equals this. Uh, if this happens, do this, 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 this. But then, you know, is that real intelligence? It's like, what, what, what do you do when there's nothing to do? You know, what do you do when you have to find out what you're supposed to do? Or, yeah, it's interesting. I need to think that out a bit more. Uh, but this week, I've, I felt lost, you know, definitely at times. And just like, oh, just this sort of... <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know, don't know. But, the, but, yeah, I guess I'm... I'm more patient these days. I know these these sort of lows are going to come, but then it's like I'm ready for for when the joy breaks through, you know. Like today, I'm just filled with. <laughs> there's a bus. I don't know. It's interesting. I, you know, I still woke up. You know, my hour five, thinking, "Oh, why am I awake?" right now and then just don't know just slowly sort of work myself into gear I've been watching uh, <laughs> I've been watching sort of UFC fights from the night before which <laughs> it sounds grotesque doesn't it but I do <laughs> yeah I actually enjoy that for some reason I used to do a lot of martial arts when I was young younger and uh, there's a part of me still sort of drawn to that and then I've been I've been talking I've been debating test cricket this morning the death of test cricket <laughs> that's been great uh, yeah I've I like making these little groups where we can get to a bit more depth over the stuff. And uh, recently made this little cricket group with friends and it's been really cool. You know, often quite silly, but also able to share some, some sort of insight. I, I really, that's, that's been super enjoyable. And then getting my hands on letters that people have handwritten. That's the best. I think that's the sort of one, yeah, that's one form of communication where you really have to think through what you're going to write. Uh, and you might miss things because the speed they come to the front of your mind and then it's gone, you know. But, but I also think when you have to commit something to paper, you have to actually make the effort of writing it. You've, you're really going to think it through. And I don't know if there's more meaning in that. But it feels more meaningful, almost. So, yeah, sorry. Uh, where am I heading? Uh, yeah, I've been enjoying the day. It was cold this morning. It was bleak. But 
now it's warmed up and the sun's here and and I can see life out my window and and uh, yeah next week I'm back into uh, back into a different flow back to work it's going to be interesting to see what happens with this experiment going forward uh, I'll be uh, I intend to keep it going weekly output and I'll be interested to see how it progresses and yeah hopefully you guys who have been listening uh, tune in keep tuning in and, and sharing your insights yeah it's been good to get some to receive encouragement and insights from people and yeah hopefully at some point I get to interview some people that would be really cool I've got a lot of talented friends, a lot of interesting friends, a lot of uh, yeah, I've met some fascinating people, and I feel like I've let a lot of I've neglected a lot of people, and I hopefully, as I get spurred on by this and open up more and. Hopefully more people will come back and more new people will enter the fray and be able to find some meaningful connections with a, with different people and yeah. Uh, I'll uh, I think I'm coming to the end of this. <clears throat> I wrote another poem, but it's, I'm not sure whether to read it. It's got some cursing in it. It's, uh, I think I'll save it. <clears throat> All right, fairly well. And I'll see you next week.